Welcome to Salon Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite TV shows and movies. podcast that focuses on the voices that are ignored we are all nurse here thank you to all our supporters like comment share subscribe and give us a good review another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neve, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm not here with my co-host, Jazz, because I think he is sleeping. I think he overslept. It's uh, one of those times, you know, you, you take a nap in the middle of the of the evening, and uh, you think it'll be like a 20, 30-minute nap, and you overshoot it, and you don't know where it goes. I am pretty sure that's what happened to Jazz. <laughs> he's uh, he, he's going to be back next episode, just like the, the movie that we're talking about. He, he's taking a break. From 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 the franchise, and he's gonna be back in the next movie. Is it, you, you see? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's he's like the Rock. We couldn't get the deal <laughs> to bring him in this movie, and then he's gonna surprise us at the end of this episode. He's gonna show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Well, listen. We have to introduce you guys to Marley. You've met him in our episode about Super Mario. We brought him back because he is the biggest. Fast and Furious fan that I know. So I was like, listen, I gotta bring him in because my enthusiasm for the Fast and Furious franchise is lacking a little bit. You know what? I gotta say, I I have a hard time with this. For me, I think it's one of those movies I gotta watch at home in the comfort <laughs> of my own house where I can pause it and then play it again the next day. Cause like, I gotta say, I fell asleep watching this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it's okay. No, I it's like you you said you were you were jet, jet lag probably I was from jet lag. So because you just I, got back from your uh, right from Pakistan. So, so. I, yep, I, I came back from Pakistan and I also went to southern Spain. So my my time zone stuff was all over the place. But I was like, you know what? I got to give the audience what they want. I got to watch this movie so I can review it and do a podcast for it because you know we're family, right? Right, <laughs> we gotta, family. You got to do it for family. So I, I went and watched it, and uh, it was in a one of those theaters with like the reclining chairs that go all the way back, and like they're super leather. And I think that might have had to do with it too, because it was so comfortable that I fell asleep. Oh. See, I I had uh, I watched this in the theater as well, but I also watched it in D box, so I felt like that was like a one way to keep me awake because the <laughs> entire the entire time I was just like rocking back and forth and just like when when the cars are like jumping like uh jumping around like my seat was jumping around too so you, you probably should have saw it in d-box to, to oh, stay awake yeah so. probably should have no this was yeah. this was super comfortable i was just like leaning all the way back and it was like oh i was knocked out at the end by by the end but you know what it was still pretty pretty entertaining i gotta say i mean look the fast and furious movies are exactly what you expect them to be. Mm-hmm. They are action movies. They do not defy the laws of physics. Uh, the plot is pretty much the same every single time. Um, it's a cash grab. But you know what? I, mm-hmm. You know what I respect about it? I respect that the special effects and the uh, stunts are all real because they're practical and they're not just mm-hmm. all CGI. Like I love seeing a movie that's not just all CGI anymore, right? Like, even though, like, there is tons of CGI in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, the stunts are real stunts. They actually do a lot of that stuff uh, in, in practical format. So right. it's one of those things, like Mission Impossible, Fast X, 
something about watching these stunts done not in front of a green screen is just visually pleasing. And that's one of the things that I really do like about these Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. Like this one, not kind of like lesser than. Like I feel like the example that that you just gave that they do the, like the stunts for real are five, uh, four, five. Uh, and six, probably not seven, because what happens in seven where they jump a car through two buildings? <laughs> <laughs> Which... uh, that one, that one, maybe not. But but there are some where like they drop like cars from the, I don't know, from some parking lot, and they make like <laughs> Vin Diesel goes, "What do you think? The streets always wins." And he like dunks on the ground. <laughs> he, he kicks down a parking garage. Kicks down <laughs> a parking garage. Which, like, just. And those th- words that I just like, d- just spoke into existence, like that, just describes this entire like, <laughs> this entire franchise. This this franchise is chaotic, in it's like so the best ways, and it's like, I have to have like some of these movies like in my in my life, just in my life, just because it helps me kind of like escape like the outside world, like when the world is kind of like messed up. Yeah. I, I, like I, I put on a Fast and Furious movie, I can just kind of like think about all the crazy forget about all the all the craziness and like i i'm not sure if i've said this like on twitter uh but i kind of especially the later like fast and furious movies like eight eight uh nine when they go to space and ten like <laughs> that happens in this movie it's kind of like american bollywood movies yeah yeah i totally agree it, it is like an american bollywood movie you throw physics out the way all they need is a dance number and you're right there that's all <laughs> See, they really need See, I don't know if they're gonna make Fast Eleven, but if Vin Diesel like comes out, comes out at the end and just does like a Bollywood Bollywood yeah. number, it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a musical. It'll come full circle. I, exactly. I would love it. They yeah. should probably get a Bollywood actor to join them. I think that'll be really really cool. Yeah. Uh, see, like I, I think it was uh, I think it was either you or uh, Shiv on TikTok, uh, like. Where, where's the brand rep- brand representation? Like the, another reason why I love like the, these movies, especially five like onward, like every single race is represented and they're yeah. all kind of coming together to accomplish like a common goal. But it's like we, we need some brand representation. Come on! I <laughs> know, like, I know. That's so weird. I never thought about that. Yeah, they, they, they have everybody but us. It's uh, it's pretty strange, and like you know. They're in Brazil and they're in all these places. I would like mm-hmm. to see them do in uh, something in uh, in India or Mumbai. Let's let's do that. That'd be pretty interesting. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Um, can you, know can you think of like any like actors that? Oh yeah, you tons. Would want it? Oh yeah, Bollywood has tons of like action star actors, man. Mm-hmm. Akshay Kumar, mm-hmm. Rithik Roshan. There's tons of actors that they could have that would fit perfectly into mm-hmm. this movie yeah oh yeah even the women like deepika mm-hmm. uh she was in the triple x movie with i believe uh ice cube mm-hmm. she was great in that um i you know obviously there's priyanka chopra which isn't my favorite actress but at least it would be representation yeah uh, she's probably the most popular one uh, but yeah you're right we should have some representation in the new fast and furious what is it uh so the next one is actually not even going to be Fast and Furious. It's going to be a Hobbs thing. So yeah, like yeah, I just figured that one out, which is <laughs> which is real funny because like The Rock comes back. Like spoilers for like Fast right. Ten. He, he basically is revealed to come back, and then he now he's having another spinoff. Which his first spinoff didn't really do so well. Like and so I guess Universal is just kind of like I'm, hey hey I'm trying again. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. The thing is, like, I didn't expect that Rock uh, reveal to happen because The Rock was very vocal about not coming back to the mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. So I was like, all right, maybe they're just going to keep that mask on and kill him off, and then we're going to just kill off The Rock, and it's just that's what it's going to be. But then when he took off the mask, I was like, oh, The Rock is in here. Uh, Black Adam did that badly that he had to come <laughs> crawling back to Vin Diesel. <laughs> exactly. Wait, which is super funny. It's like a d- speak. Like a like, uh, more people that are coming back. Like Gal Gadot is coming back. Yeah. Giselle, after she was killed off in in six, like after falling falling off a plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's back in like Fast Ten. It's real funny that like everyone from the Snyderverse is now just 
being <laughs> just being <Yeah>. reborn <laughs> in Fast and Furious. So it's like all the Snyder fans, if you're missing if you're missing like your Snyderverse movies, you can just watch Fast and Furious instead. Oh, what if that's the new uh, what you call a rock spinoff movie? Henry Cavill is gonna be the uh, antagonist, <laughs> and they'll finally have the Rock versus Henry Cavill. All you, see, it's uh, it, it's that, and then all you, if it's that, then all you need is like uh, Ezra Miller in Fast oh and Furious. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, Jason Momoa is in here too, so you already yeah, have him. Exactly. Uh, Godot, like, yeah, Ezra Miller's probably the only one left. Ben Affleck, maybe, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have the entire Snyderverse in here. That's pretty cool. But. Uh, Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask you like like your history with uh, the Fast and Furious franchise because I always sure. like to oh, ask people. Yeah. Like, so I was obsessed with the first Fast and Furious. I love that movie so much. I had the actual Integra that Ja Rule had in that mm-hmm. movie, so like I could quote that movie like all day. It was the biggest thing in college. And I was really into, like, I had the undercar lights. I used to soup up my car. And mm-hmm. my, I was obsessed with that movie, right? Um, that's why I did not like when they reset the franchise into being what it is because it was so jarring to go from this grounded street racing movie mm-hmm. into this international spy ring that, like, right. has, like, superhuman people. Like, it was so jarring to me. Uh, to go from one to the other, which took me like a few Fast and Furious movies to finally give in and be like, okay, fine, this is this is what it is now, right? It's completely right. different. Um, so that was my thing. So that's my history with it. I love the first one. Second one, I kind of liked it. I gotta say, I hope people don't hate me for this. I am not the biggest Tyrese fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Ludacris. I love like basically every other character in there. I love The Rock. I love uh, Letty, I love Mia. Tyrese just doesn't do it for me. His comedy just doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I think Tyrese on his own, his comedy doesn't work. But like when yeah. he's playing off of Ludacris, I feel like that's when this franchise is at, at like at its best, just because I, like them agree, going back yeah. and forth. Uh, but yeah, so so you're totally into like the tuner. Uh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why you love to like these movies. Yeah. See, I, I'm, a, I'm always been on the opposite. I came on, onto this franchise with Tokyo Drift. I remember renting gotcha, it from Blockbuster, gotcha. and I fell in love with Justin Lin. Like mm, after yeah. like watching this movie, because like if listening to the commentary like uh, on Tokyo Drift, and just hearing Justin Lin saying like he's not really into like rake, like cars or anything like that, so yeah. he decided to like twist like this yakuza plot line like into the mm. movie and, and the way the way he kind of like transformed this franchise into just filmmakers just playing with hot wheels yeah and yeah. just like it like it kind of it i i respect justin lynn for that because he gets like this franchise that he probably didn't necessarily want wanted but he just kind of made it his own and he just kind of like and he 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 worked he, he did the best with what he had with yeah, what he had for sure and i i respect that uh, and i'll always respect justin Lin for that so when i was uh when i found out that he left like he was supposed to direct nine and ten and those were supposed to be like the last of right. uh, of this franchise when i found out that he left two weeks into production for yeah. fast 10 i was crushed just because oh, no. the fact that he couldn't like kind of like finish off his baby which yeah 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 that. but yeah it's a uh, he he if the audience doesn't know like he did leave two weeks into production because he had a falling out with vin diesel like creative differences and like i i said this multiple times like on twitter that vin diesel basically treats this like like an on ongoing D campaign mm. so if, like <laughs> so if justin lynn had like an idea for like the story of like Fast and Furious and Vin Diesel didn't it didn't align with Vin Diesel yeah. then he's he basically just says no we're not doing it this way we're doing it my way which my way or the highway if, if car yeah, puns yes. so <laughs> I, I mean listen I, I, that's a lot of the critique that people have with The Rock too and it's a it's not a surprise that The Rock and Vin Diesel butted heads uh, right. on this a lot because The Rock 
is one of those actors that gets a lot of creative control when he does a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is Vin Diesel. And which is why these guys have kind of been stunted. Yeah, they're making movies that make money, but they've been they've never been able to reach Arnold status. Because Arnold was somebody who would Yes, his acting was also limited, but he would go out and find these great directors mm-hmm. and, and, and take their notes and do what they ask him to do, right? Terminator and, like, uh, True Lies. Like, he, James Cameron, he's worked with great directors, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's what I think, like, is kind of stunting their growth a little bit. And, like, I guess they don't care. They're like, hey, I'm making money. I'm making money. It is what it is, right? Yeah, it, it is what it is. And, like, to give Vin Diesel a little bit of credit, like, he as a producer like he is a major producer like, uh, like right. on these films the like he may be go- trying to go out and get decent directors like Justin Lin but like the talent that he brings in like he brought in Gal Gadot like in Fast and Furious like the sure. fourth film like before she was Wonder Woman no one yeah. really knew who she who she was no, like she that's true and, and like and, and she, even she someone wasn't, like she was an extra in Entourage. That was the only thing she had yeah. <laughs> in her filmography. <laughs> and like even someone like uh, Natalie Emanuel, like yeah. like she was like big on Game of Thrones, but she she wasn't really known for like uh like mo- like movies. And right. like she's like she doesn't have a lot to do in nine or ten, but but she uh, she's still really great in like these movies. Like she has like a presence, but. But uh, I give Vin Diesel credit for like kind of like finding stars before they're actually stars, and then they kind of blow up to be like uh, like who they are today. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, speaking of stars, uh, I the movie starts off with basically ten years in the past, mm-hmm. and we get to see Brian, which I mm-hmm. thought was pretty interesting. What right. are your thoughts about that? Are are you more of the on the you know what, man, let him go kind of thing? Or are you more on, like, oh, it's nice to see him, and, you know, I like the fact that they, they're still adding him into the storyline? Well, I didn't, this this didn't really bother me, like, all that much, just because they are calling back to Fast Five, where they yeah. take the bank vault, like, out, uh, like, where they take the bank vault out of, like, the, rip it out of the wall, basically. Right. So they're basically just reusing footage, and they, I feel like they did a really good job, like, repurposing, like, the footage. I'll have an issue, I, I've heard rumors about this, about them bringing back Paul, like, like digitally recreate him, yeah. like, with AI. That really bothers me, because I like the fact, like, in 7, like, they have, like, like for any of them doesn't know, Paul Walker, like, like dies in, like, a horrific, like, like car accident, right. and it was Vin Diesel's decision to not kill him off and have him live on in mm-hmm. the Fast and Furious world and him just kind of like live on with his like with his family in that in right. that world which i feel like is really poetic but if mm-hmm. you're going to like if you're going to do that they should have ended with 7 yeah because i agree because it, it was a great ne- end off it was a great send off it was awesome yeah and it the problem that they're having now is like like this like this intro i didn't have a problem with because that's like it's kind of calling back like he's obviously still he was still alive in like fast five right. but like when they c- keep constantly like referring to to brian like in these movies and like mia is still in, mia is like helping out the team and just kind of like she totally like forgot like yeah uh, like when they call when like when they like uh, later on in the movie where they like the agency is like we we have to like uh we have to like take down like jason momoa and like mia is like a part of this team and i always like in the back of my mind when all that was happening brian is just at home watching succession or ted lasso or something <laughs> like that <laughs> which is like it's 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 real funny to like kind of like think about that in like the back of my mind but I feel like they kind of wrote themselves into a corner by kind of not necessarily killing him off. And I feel like if they do kill him off now, it would be a little insensitive. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. I I think that would be a little insensitive. Uh, I think they should have thought of a better line or some kind of, like, way to get out of always having to refer to him. I I Mm -hmm. think that it just doesn't feel good when they do that, right? Yeah. Um, And I think the send-off that they had for him you know, in, I think, Seven, was amazing. Like, it made grown men cry. Like, that music and everything, it was was great. 
I never uh, thought I would be crying at the end of a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I mean, the, like James Wan, give James Wan credit, the director yeah. of Furious Seven, like he, like he succeeded. So <laughs> no, for yeah, sure, for sure. And it, a lot of that made sense because he had finished, you know, recording like majority of his scenes, and they got people to come in and, and finish it off. I think that's mm-hmm. fine. But for them to use any kind of like AI to add him in any further, I think would not be would not be great. Yeah, I, I, to to be honest, like what Justin Lin did in Fast Nine, and, and I I think they could probably do this like pretty much for like the rest of like the, the however many more movies that they make of make of this is Justin Lin uh, revealed like Brian driving up to the house because all these movies end with like a barbecue like a yeah like a, yeah and, and like and Justin Lin just had Brian like drive up to the house yep. in his blue skyline. Yep. And like that's all like that's how the movie ended, yep. and I feel like if you, like obviously don't do that every like have like that shot like repeated, but I feel like if you just reference like the blue skyline, just knowing that he exists in that way to just yeah. meet up with the family, I think that I think that'd be good. I think that'd be really powerful. But all right. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of cars and the mm-hmm. skyline, uh, one of the cars that I thought was really cool that we got to see mm-hmm. was Charlize Theron show up in a DeLorean. Like what? <laughs> what? That was pretty cool. I I, I thought that was pretty uh, interesting. And she comes in and she tells uh she shows up to Vin Diesel's uh you call it, house and I'm like, okay, um how are they not gonna just kill her after what she did? But they let her explain what's going on, and she's like, somebody's coming after you, and then they just get like. Whoever I forgot who it was, the guy who comes in and takes her away the next day. Oh, what are your thoughts about that whole part about with Charlize Theron? Well, this doesn't bother me like all that much, just because it's always been it's Fast and Furious canon at this point that like yeah. Charlize Theron was the villain for like eight and nine. Yeah. So, but it's Fast and Furious canon uh, that uh, all the villains will just become family at the end. It's like <laughs> yeah. So she, so she's not technically family. Like she obviously has like the the line like the enemy of my enemy. Yeah. It, it, it is. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I forget the line completely because it was really dumb. But but it, I thought, I think what I appreciated most like about this scene, uh, is, Charlize Theron actually has something to do because like the yeah. last two movies she hasn't really done anything. She's re- either trapped in a box or trapped in like like a void somewhere <laughs> like they yeah, just filmed yeah. like her lines her her scenes like over zoom but um when she's like uh when she, she's a, like i think after the scene she kind of like explains like like who like attacked her and that's mm-hmm. when jason momoa like took her like her people like her s- action sequence is is really great and like like yeah. having her do something like that is like really showing like what Charlize Theron can do, and I'm I'm glad like, uh, fast like, Fast Ten they could they finally like gave a, gave her um, like a nice solid like action sequence. So. Yeah, and we yeah. saw that at the end again when uh, she fights Letty for like <laughs> for a good four minutes. When, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the bomb is going off or whatever is happening. I forgot what it was, but uh, yeah, they go into a fight, <laughs> and then they're like. She tries to escape, and she realized they're in the middle of the Arctic, or mm-hmm. Antarctica. They're in Antarctica. Yeah. And she comes down and gives her jacket, and then at the end, you find out that uh, Gal Gadot actually meets them up, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> in case it, if people are listening and they want to know like what what's going on, like this movie is chaotic. It's like, so chaotic. <laughs> it's like like one. I feel like since Justin Lin left two weeks into. Like, like shooting, like um, they they were scrambling to find a director, and like that scene you just described about uh, it, Charlize Theron like fighting uh, Michelle Letty. Rodriguez, yeah. like that scene was supposedly shot with like no director, because <laughs> both of them basically just said we don't need a director, and they just like went at it, which is like <laughs> that's so funny. It's 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 real funny, but like uh, what this movie kind of like I always. Uh, I've praised, like, the editors of, like, this movie because this movie is, like, four different movies going on at the same, 
uh, four different movies going on at the same time. And, like, I, God bless the editors that uh, they were able to, like, stitch it all together and, like, have it. <laughs> have it all make sense into some sort of coherent like yeah. coherent mess but but yeah and and speaking of like how everyone becomes family uh brie larson shows up in in this episode <laughs> what do you think of her in this movie <laughs> i thought to be honest i thought she was actually kind of boring <laughs> I, I i feel like like this is all that like i <laughs> to be to be honest i i think that brie larson filmed like most of her scenes when she had like a lunch break from the Marvels, <laughs> and Vin Diesel's like, "Do you have any spare time? Do you have any time?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll hop over." And Vin Diesel's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm shooting this movie," and she's like, "Oh," uh. <laughs> because the, the scene, yeah. the scene with the uh, um, uh, Alan Rich- Richson and Brie right. Larson, yeah, that scene looked like it was shot like on a soundstage. Like yeah. like in a, like a green room, uh, in like a green room, and like it looked really bad. And it's yeah. just like exposition, the exposition scene, where it's just like we're just, we're gonna spin the camera around the both of you, and you're just gonna explain everything that's going on like up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what happened. Speaking yeah. of Alan Richardson, he he got so jacked uh, in the. I movie. know, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Ha- have you seen Reacher? Because yeah, he's pretty I, jacked I, in that. So I, so I haven't seen all of Reacher, but I, I I've seen like the trailers of Reacher and, and like probably like like the first episode. Uh, so I haven't seen all of it, but I remember him from like Aquaman and uh, mm-hmm. Titans and also be, uh, Blue Mountain State. So he's always been ripped, but he's never been like that huge. And I was like, right. damn, he's he's getting like Vin Diesel size. So I was like, all right. right. <laughs> Vin Diesel size, because Vin Diesel's like the funny thing about Vin Diesel is that he's canonically really short in yeah, real life yeah, in real life yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which it's real funny like seeing shots of him and like other people and yeah. he's always like framed it like like he's like re- he's like extreme close-up because he doesn't want people to see that people are like towering over him <laughs> but yeah like the like he, he had a face-off with the rock and the rock is like six four right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's standing on apple boxes in like one scene i'm just like yeah, uh, yeah. Be, be real, be real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, well, uh, speaking of wrestlers, uh, John Cena. Um, for some reason, I don't remember the movie before this as well, but I feel like John Cena's character took like a turn. Like he just got really silly to the point of like it, almost like peacemaker silly. Was he that silly in the? Because he was the villain in the movie before this. Yeah, that, that this is like going on with my theory where he was the villain, but now he's just family. He, even yeah. though he was family before, he was like his Dom's like long lost brother. Right. But uh, th- that wanted to take over the world in nine. He was his brother that wanted to take over the world in nine, and then yeah. Dom was just like, "It's okay, I love you, man." And he's like, <laughs> "Your family, take my keys." And I'm just like, "That's it." He was it's like. I, I remember screaming in the theater, like, they, it's screaming, like, I don't care if he's your brother, Dom. Like, he, he's trying to take over the world. <laughs> and, he, and Dom's just like, it's okay, I love you. Here's a corona. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a corona. Yeah. But nothing, nothing can't be solved without a corona. That was probably one of my biggest criticisms with, with Nine is that. John Cena, like, I do like John Cena in, like, movies, but yeah. he has to be, like, he has to be lighthearted, and I feel yeah. like the, uh, I feel like the filmmakers realize, like, they watch Peacemaker, basically. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're just like, hey, just loosen up a little bit. Just have some fun with it. Exactly. And John Cena is definitely, like, like, more pleasing to watch, like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Fast 10. But, yeah. It was, it was pretty funny. I, I, I thought it was a big, uh, I don't know. It, it, his character just like, it's kind of like you know, like, you know how in Friends you have Joey, and then by the end of Friends, Joey is like super ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like that. He started off like, okay, this guy had some brain to him. He was a little serious, and then in this one, he was just completely like, you know, jokes all around. He did do his like finishing move though, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he did, he, his, he did his wrestling move. He uh, does his finishing move. He, he basically like this action sequence is like he's he's basically he he 
uh, goes to uh, Dom's house to yeah. save like Dom's son and Mia that are playing like video games, playing Mario Kart, I think, like yeah. it, like in the house, and like these guys come up, uh, Jason Momoa's guys that are like uh, that they. We, we forgot to like mention that Jason Momoa like like he didn't necessarily like uh, he the only way the, the way Jason Momoa like took Cypher's like guys he he basically just said I have your families like somewhere yep. I'm gonna kill them or so you better be on my side that's all he has against them that's so all he, that is yeah but b- basically Jason Momoa sent like his guys to Dom's house to like kidnap like. Dom's son, right? And Dom was just like, "Hey, I have a, I have, I'm using my Spidey senses. I need, I need Jacob. I need you to go. Uh, I need you to go protect uh, my son uh, right. and my sister." And he he just shows he he just shows up. This the entire house is being destroyed. And when yeah. when Jacob does his his finishing move, he finishes him through two floors. Two floors. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I was just like, at, at this at this point, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, whoever's watching this and you're just, if you're just saying like, oh, I, I don't I don't believe any of this, that I'm yeah. just telling those people just walk out at the point yeah. where it's just like <laughs> this movie is telling you what, uh, like what it what it is and what, what it, it is. wants to be. So it's like no, <laughs> you you guys. Yeah. Like it's not even suspending disbelief. You got to suspend everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just oh, man. see that little flip, the, the 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 switch, like in the back of your head. Just yeah, just turn it off. Just turn it like, off. Turn it yeah. off. Yeah. And then like the lines where like he goes to back to Brazil and he goes, "You can't buy the streets." <laughs> like I just love it. They're it's so, so cringe, but it's so right. funny. It's it's uh, so good. It's like. I, I heard someone call call this the the Riverdale of cinema, which yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still I haven't gotten to the crazy parts in Riverdale just yet. But yeah. from what I've heard, I I think it's appropriate to call Fast and Furious like the Riverdale of cinema, just uh, off off the rails. I just I just love some of the Vin Diesel lines. It's like you know the streets always win. You can't buy the streets. This is Brazil. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like. I, I, I have to wonder, like, what his race is, because it's like he's the yeah. most racially ambiguous, like, human being, like, ever. Like yeah. in the fourth one, like he's he's from the DR, the Dominican Republic. Right. Fast Five, like he's uh, he's Brazilian. Then he's got it's just like he he's just he yeah. I, I don't know. It's just crazy. And so, his son, his son is like dark skin. Like both he, parents he, were light skin, and his son is dark skin. Like right. <laughs> Even it's, that doesn't make sense. It's supposedly like that, su- like the, the kid in this movie. Yeah. He, uh, uh, like that's the son that he had with Elena, who is Brazilian. Yeah. Right. Which, uh, <laughs> like she, she's got like some dark skin, but not like completely. No, not like and that. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. Dude, he. Let's just say that Dom has a lot of baby mamas. He has yeah. a lot of baby mamas. <laughs> What, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works for this movie is fine. Not the movie where I'm going to question people races. Like, whatever. Right. I think, like, that's the least of the movie's worries. Right. right. Exactly. Uh, okay. And then they go on this race. And they have this race. Uh, and they're racing with Jason Momoa. So they go back to, you know, its origins. They go back to street racing. And you're like, okay, right. cool. You know, this, this is what I'm here for. This is what I like. And then... All of a sudden, all the cars have bombs on them. <laughs> right. And you're like, all right, now they're back to being a regular movie. And then he has to decide whether he's going to save his friend who he's known forever, who has his back, or this girl he has no idea who she is. He ends up saving this girl, and then turns out she was the sister of, uh, you know, his son's baby mama, basically. <laughs> R- rat catcher. That's, that's... Yeah, it was rat catcher. Yeah, da- Daniela... Um... Uh, I, I can't pronounce her last name, but she was she was in she was in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. She was in uh, Guardians too, actually. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was it was really funny because like I'm just like, okay, I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like anything can happen in this movie. <laughs> it's, it, anything can happen, and like to be honest, like 
Jason Momoa, what, what he's doing here is like yeah. he's probably the, like the best part of like he this is. entire. He is. He's a very charismatic bad guy. He's yeah. very flamboyant and very funny. He's he's basically playing the Joker at this yeah, point. Yeah, But but it's I think as someone that's a fan of like all these movies, I feel like this is like the first movie in like it ten movies in. This is the first movie where there's like a, a likable like villain. Yeah. Which has me worried going back on like what I said, like if he's if he's a villain, Fast and Furious canon, he's just gonna be family. So he's which it kinda kinda broke my immersion a little bit, like thinking yeah. about that. Because it's like he's killing like Jason Momoa is killing like everyone that Dom Dom loves. Yeah. And at the end of like since it's Fast X is supposed to be like a two part trilogy or whatever. Yeah. But uh, at the end of like uh, this the second part, Dom's just like, I love you, Jason Momoa. I love you, Dante. <laughs> so welcome to the family. I'm just like, this is this is why I can't take it seriously because there's no I, stakes. There's no stakes anymore. I, I love that Alan Richardson's character actually brings it up. He goes like, he just can't have everyone turning into family. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I don't like barbecues. <laughs> when he said I don't like barbecues, I busted up laughing I so hard in the theater. <laughs> It was so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, also, they had Pete Davidson in this, which I didn't oh. expect. That came out of nowhere. In, in London, by the way. Yeah. Pete Davidson's just, like, chilling abroad in London. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, that scene, to be honest, is, like, the most unnecessary scene in yeah. the entire movie. Because like, Han, one of my favorite characters in this entire franchise, like, he has... Like he, he basically like Pete Davidson's in the movie, he's like this kind of like, like druggy like stoner like kid yeah. like com- stoner like computer hacker, and and he look he basically tells Han and uh, like Han's like sees like muffins and Pete Pete Davidson's basically like oh don't eat those, yeah. and for anyone that's a fan of these movies you know that Han always snacks so he grabs yeah, yeah. Han grabs like the muffin he starts eating it. And he starts tripping, but they don't do anything with it. Yeah, like, they didn't do it's, 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 I, like, I, I keep on saying, like, if that, if this movie actually like wanted to do something with this, like, the rest of the movie would be animated to be from Han's perspective, uh, perspective, that which would be funny. I would have lost it in the theater if that happened. But they don't do anything because re- the next scene, Han just confronts his killer. Uh, yeah, Jason uh, Statham. Jason Statham, and he's yeah. just like. It, uh, he's just like, oh hey, what's up? You killed me once, but I'm back. So it's like that it's was like, just so wild. I'm just like, oh man. And then you find out that like the punching bag that he was using had a body inside, and he just runs right. out. This this movie is unhinged, bro. It's, it's so unhinged. It's so unhinged. It's so unhinged. Uh, <laughs> like it, it, I, I feel like it, if I were to recommend this movie, like just go for Jason Momoa. Because you'll have a really yeah. good time. Like everything else, it's it's all it's almost too unhinged at this point. It's like off the rails. Like I said, it's like four different movies, like in one, and like those four movies don't know like what it wants to be. Because the like one movie you have Tej, Roman, Ramsey, uh, like all like together, kind of like on like their mission, and then yep. Dom is like on his own doing whatever he does, kind of grunting through everything. <laughs> Yeah, and then Jason Momoa is off, like kind of doing his thing, and then it's just like, yep. And then Liddy and Charlize Theron are all out there being captive, <laughs> right? E- exactly, and it's like, and then John Cena and his son are out there, and then uh, also R.I.P. John Cena, or is he? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no, he's not dead. As we, <laughs> as we like already stated th- at the beginning of this podcast, like Giselle is back. John Cena's back. There's some yeah. like, like the way the way he died. Even though the way he died, like it's most unhinged way. Like, <laughs> he uses rocket engines to jump over like a freeway. Yeah. And like and lands like. Uh, do you know why he did that? <laughs> like I watched this movie twice, and I was just like, I was just like, why? Like what was what was his goal there? Yeah, what was like, there's there? no other way to save Don's son. Like, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, 
Like, I was kind of checked out at that point. <laughs> and, and then you got Don, who, like, ripped open the door and uses it as a Captain America shield. <laughs> and just, oh, my God, it was crazy. And then the, uh, the part that I actually liked, and, and, and I, know, I know it was, like, unbelievable, but when they started going down the dam in the car. <laughs> See, my theater that, just bust up laughing. <laughs> that scene, I busted up laughing, but I also, like, like, got really excited because when it's so crazy like when he goes down the dam like he activates the nos and it kind of and he <laughs> it goes back to traditional fast and furious where it goes like cg yeah and like to show like the nos but yeah. like the the seed like the animation that they like used like it showed like dom's veins where it's like the nos is like <laughs> traveling through dom <laughs> and I, I, I almost got too excited because, like, like, the, the, like when he activated the NOS, then like, flames on the car started like, just going everywhere, and like, yeah. the tires started getting flames on it. I'm just like, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. <laughs> if Dom is just Ghost Rider, I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, this, yeah, this, this movie uh, unhinged, unhinged. The only way to describe right, it, yeah. uh, and like I think the part where I actually fell asleep was uh, the whole Pete Davidson thing that was going on, and I think uh, the whole Letty fight with Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. and the whole Jason Statham. Like I feel like all of that stuff happening, and I was just dozing off, and then I came right. back in at the at the very end when everything else was happening, uh, and then the. I was like, oh, The Rock. Is that The Rock? Is that not The Rock? Oh, they're going to kill off The Rock's character so they don't, <laughs> he so he doesn't have to be in the movie anymore? Um, that was a little bit wild. So, so it, you, you probably came back when Alan Richardson basically... It, it's his, Alan Richardson's character is wild in this entire movie yeah. because he starts off hating Dom. Yeah. Or like, like what you just said, he hates barbecues. And barbecues. Like, <laughs> and like... He, he says he wants to take like back like the agency like the agency right. shouldn't be working like these people with these people because they're international criminals which he's right he's technically right because Dom just basically comes into like 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 to goes to like all these countries and just destroys like everything right and which and like he he obviously hates like Dom's family for like doing all of this but then he be, there's like there's like a slight like development where He's working with Dom yep. because he needs him, and th- but then he double crosses him at the yes. end because he finds out that he's working with Jason Momoa because like Alan Richardson basically shoots down like like Tej Roman and Ramsey's plane. Yeah. But did he shoot it down? Because I didn't see that plane explode at the very end. So it's like that is true. That's I, true. I, but then you get the flashback of him being at that bank at the same time as Jason Momoa, so, and you're like, oh, okay. I guess we were supposed to know that. Right. It's so it's so chaotic. Like it it like like I said, I can't really recommend this if you if you want to like have like a like a decent story, but if you want to kill like two hours of your day, like if you have two hours to kill, like yeah. just go see this. So it's like I think it'll be a great movie if you partake in some recreational uh substance and you're sitting at home and you're no and comment you're, smoke, and you're smoking no comment. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like that could uh make the movie more entertaining <laughs> yeah not that i would recommend it i'm just saying objectively speaking it may make the movie <laughs> a little bit more chaotic <laughs> and you're already in that state of mind where you're just right. laughing your ass off over anything <laughs> exactly and uh <laughs> but yeah I, I i don't want to comment on that and Basically, that's how I was, like, du- like during the first screening of this, where it's just like, <laughs> that's 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 the way to watch these movies. And it's yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I believe so. Um, <laughs> that's what a lot of people say. So I don't know, but overall, this movie is exactly what you expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> I can't even explain it. I can't tell people, oh, go watch it. It's amazing. But I can't even tell people it's not amazing because it's just one of those movies, man. You can't describe it. There's a reason it makes so much money. Yeah, yeah. it's 
like it's like I said at the beginning, like these movies are American Bollywood films. So if you're yeah. a fan of Bollywood films, like just see that like what what Americans are doing, <laughs> like with like with their version of Bollywood. So exactly, yeah. that's pretty much what it is, man. Um, yeah. Is there is there anything that we miss? Anything that happened in the movie that we want to talk about that we didn't go over? Well, like I know, like we just said, like this entire like franchise is unhinged. But like one of the things that I did kind of appreciate like about this like i'm sure it's like it's been all over the internet that in nine they go to space right and it was like it was supposed to be like the joke for like the longest time and yeah. and they finally did it they finally went to space and that's right. probably one of the bigger nine's bigger criticisms is that the writers of this movie found out the, the, they became in on the joke right. and they started parodying like these movies and a lot of people didn't like that i didn't mm. mind it i thought it was like kind of funny that they're in on the joke yeah but i think if i were to give fast 10 credit they kind of reined it back like yeah. a, like a little bit it's like they're it. not they're not going to space they're not kind of like writing missiles or something like that they're not writing dinosaurs or anything <laughs> not yet but uh they at least it kind of like grounded like kind of like the stakes a little bit like not so not completely because they're still doing like insane right. like car stunts but it's like it, it, at least they're not going to space so that is true that is true yeah. <laughs> that was that was a little bit wild mm-hmm. uh i don't even remember that but like they had a spacesuit and everything and it was just <laughs> it was crazy man this, see this. the the craziest thing about them going to space in my opinion is when is 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 how they got there they yeah. basically got there on the backs of the tokyo Driftcast, which yeah in Fast and Furious canon, like from nine from Tokyo Drift, it's only like a two-year gap. Yeah. So like all the people, like, uh, like when they bring back like that cast, they're all like forty years old, which they were like thirty. <laughs> years, they were like thirty years old when Tokyo Drift was made. So yeah. And they were supposed to be in high school. Right. But the fact that they went to space off the backs of high schoolers. That's and, so funny. Uh, it's so it's so funny. It's so funny. So it's. This is this is one of the most strangest uh, franchises, especially if you just talk about the way the titles of the movies are. It's like <laughs> Fast and Furious, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, The Fast and the Furious, Fast yeah. Five. <laughs> like, it's well, no, it's it's it goes the Fast and the Furious. That's the first one. Which okay, yeah, yeah, fine, and then. Too fast, too furious. That's the second one, which it's like that's the second. One. That, that doesn't bother me. But yeah, then it goes back to the fast and the furious colon Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift, and then the fourth one, which is the soft reboot. Yeah, for this franchise, when Justin Lin brought back like the original cast. Yeah, that one is just fast and simple, furious. <laughs> okay, so then, no duh and no the word and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no the or no the word and and then, yeah. and then, fast five. Fast five is just fast, fast, and then, the word five. Right. I, I believe, and yeah. then, and then the sixth one is fast and furious six. No, yeah. like still no does, but it's like still no does. Yeah, but they use like the number six. Yeah. So, and then, fury, and then it goes furious seven. So we're just forgetting fast so, like, all. So like, why not go from Fast Five to Furious Six instead of like bringing back the, the skipping one in between? Like, it's just See, so weird. It's funny because in like it's called Fast and Furious Six on like IMDb, but if yeah. you watch like the movie, the title card says Furious Six. Ah. Which is like, I'm just like, <laughs> so like what is this movie called? What is this movie called? And then. The eighth one is Fate of the Furious, yes. which I think is clever because eight, and yeah. that was supposedly be the final one. Right. <laughs> it was supposedly be the final one, and then, and then nine is F nine colon the Fast Saga, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, and then as we know, like Fast X, the movie that we're talking about like now, like. They've never used Roman numerals at all no. throughout this entire franchise, and now they just decided to use it. And the next one's going to be called Fast X Part 2. So now they have a Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is chaotic. 
chaotic naming convention. I I'm just surprised they didn't use fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> that's what it should See, have been called. That's that's what I was like clamoring for, like on uh, like on Twitter. Just, yeah. Like just call it. It's it's chaotic. But oh, it, man. But I think it's gonna be called. I think the second part is gonna be Fast X Part D, because. <laughs> <laughs> because that would be funny. Louis Lettier, that's he like he's uh L Louis Lettier yeah. is uh is like he's a French director, so part part uh, fast X part de. <laughs> but it's that like, would be funny. That yeah. Would be funny. So so the spinoff with the Rock is supposed to be the in between of Fast X and Fast X Part Two, basically. Mm -hmm. Or is it happening at the same time as Fast X? Yeah. I don't. I, I'm not. The timelines on on this whole franchise are is chaotic. But I would assume it's happening probably at the same time. Same time. Yeah. Because The Rock says that his feud with Vin Diesel is 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 done. Yeah. But I don't believe it. I think that there's still something there. So yeah. it. I think what they'll probably do is like he'll film like his own movie, and he yeah. can he can kind of rake in the dollars on that. And then when they do part two, that's when they just uh, they they kind of like intercut like with Vin Diesel, uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock and never have them on uh, like uh, at, on screen at the same time. Oh, that would be weird. It would be really <laughs> weird. But like Universal, Universal and The Rock, they like they both win. It's like Universal gets a check, so does The Rock, and then like and The Rock doesn't have to act with Vin Diesel like on, on set. So it's like. Oh, these prima donnas. So, <laughs> so many prima donnas. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen. Listen, Marley. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, before you go, let people know where they can find you. Thanks for having me, Neebs. This is this is always fun, like, talking talking movies with you. Yeah, but yeah. People can follow me anywhere where I can talk about movies uh, with the uh, username at Marley Loves Film and pretty much that everywhere on Letterboxd. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and then you can listen to my podcast, uh, The Real Lovers Podcast, anywhere where you uh, can download or subscribe to podcasts. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and guys, until next time, guys, salam, nerds. What's up? <laughs> Boop.